Welcome to Picks with the Professor, college basketball edition for Thursday, December 14th. Cousin Jared, uh, I can't believe it's almost Thursday. I struggle with days in the first place because mm-hmm. I was to do this 24-7. Yep. And yep. now with, with uh, <laughs> Mrs. Professor being, uh, you know, in, in the hospital until uh, – until we decide, until they decide that that we're yeah. going to have a child, uh, it's like making it even worse. I don't even I don't know what days are, are what. Did, you do a little bit better. You have a nine to five. So your days are a little bit better than mine, right? You, I know. I was just. Gonna, I mean, like, I'm not going to compare my situation to yours at all. But uh, what is time? Uh, because yeah. I've been thinking yeah. that today is Thursday and tomorrow is Friday, and that's clearly Ooh, that's not the case. And that's yeah. bad. I, you know, I I had a a real job for five years, and then I I was a professor for five years, and that's bad when, when you think you're yeah. day ahead. It's better the other way around when it, when the weekend yeah. sneaks up on you. But uh, we have a short slate for this Thursday. I believe there's nine games, and we would do what we did on Monday for. Uh, our followers over on Dub Club and just break down every game. But we are going to talk round one of college football bowl games, the mm-hmm. first handful of them after this. So we're just going to stick to three games. There they are on screen. Uh, we, we still got four A-grade plays about the time we're having this. So, so that's going to kind of determine how that goes. Uh, if it's a, a good night or a bad night or a mediocre night for the A-grade show pick so far, split one and one. So I got one of those out there. As well in the play of the day, two totals of the day have already won. The side of the day is looking good as of now. You never know with college basketball. So we might go 3-0 and with our plays. That I, I didn't get the total. Because, Jared, and, and you gave me a winner for the total of the day on, mm-hmm. uh, oh, again, what are days? Tuesday. And mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get it recorded. So I gave the people two of them here for, for Wednesday. and and They both won. They both won. All of those ones, so it's been good stuff. Um, again, you can get the play of the day, the side of the day. I should probably call it the side of the day, the total, the side of the day. You can get uh, on Dub Club there five dollars off your first month if you use the link in the show description. A bunch of other things as well, um, including access to our Discord chat, or if you're looking for betting advice, or tips, or questions, or anything, uh, all sorts of goodies over there. But Again, we got a long night ahead of us, cousin Jared. So we're going to get right to it here with East Carolina versus Florida. This game is being played in, I believe, one of the suburbs of Orlando, hmm. somewhere in the middle of the state, where I believe the Magic, it's like D League team or whatever, plays or used to play. I don't know. It, oh. Somewhere in there, it's not Gainesville, but it will be a pretty pro Florida crowd. Uh, by all by by everything you can imagine, and and so it's similar to the Auburn game that we had talked about that Jake and I talked about yesterday, where we said you know Auburn should be able to have their way that it would be maybe more of a pro Auburn crowd, but the travel wasn't like right there. It'll be similar to that when we got the over there, thankfully, and of course Auburn won handily, and it, it'll be a similar situation here. Except I think the crowd. Uh, well, it will still be as helpful. Uh, the travel's a lot closer for Florida than East Carolina. So this one's pretty similar to that Auburn game. And that one, you could argue a point or half a point extra for Auburn for kind of a half home court for Florida. You might argue a point, point and a half for them, something like that. It's hard to see exactly, but a tiny bit of a home edge, but not the full thing. Absolutely. So when we say average margin of victory, Florida by 18.6, that's what the model projects as an average game. Uh, we are giving them a tiny bit of a boost versus a neutral site, but we are not giving them the full home court edge 
bottom line is that Florida is pretty good. Thailand has them ranked number 31 overall. Good offense, good defense. I mean, the total in this game is pretty high simply because East Carolina is okay on offense, but is terrible on defense. This is a game that Florida should be able to name their score. And because, Jared, we've talked a lot about it lately. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but, I mean, the bottom line is with the way that college basketball is going, for all the different reasons it's going there, it doesn't really matter. When you get a team with a pretty good offense against a bad defense, a team that wants to play fast, they tend to score a lot of points, and that correlates with covering a big number. It doesn't make it a lock. There are no locks in gambling, but minus 15 is B-grade value according to the model and worthy of a play, especially on a short slate. What do you got for us? I I feel like East Carolina is going to struggle to get some stops in that game. So to your point of covering a, a big number when it comes down to it, I just don't trust East Carolina to get too many stops in this game. We, we've talked about the change to the block charge rules that really helping these teams like to score a lot of points. And Florida definitely falls into those into that category. Uh, when you look at the teams that uh, Florida has played this season, uh, as far as maybe a little bit similar um, to the teams they're playing here in, in East Carolina, they, they've got a, a 20 point win against Loyola, Maryland, a 21 point win against Florida A&M, a 21 point win against Florida State, 20 point win against Merrimack. And, and so, you know, some of those teams may be worse. Uh, mm -hmm. East Carolina is, but in the not too far, far off. And so uh, Florida has shown multiple times this season that they can easily win a game by 20 plus points when they are outclassing their opponent. And that is what we have here with with East Carolina. So uh, as long as, uh, you know, the offenses continue to kind of dominate college basketball, at least with the good teams, the way the offense is dominating college basketball so far this season, um, I see no reason not to lay a number like this against a team like and, and I think of this as fairly similar to the Creighton game that we had covered, and they lost outright uh, here for us, unfortunately, on Wednesday. And it's the same thing we talked about it then, right? You did, you never know when a team's going to throw a stinker. We talk about you play 30 games in a season. Five of them, you're going to look way over your head. Everything's going to work right. Five of them, you're going to look pretty, uh, you know, pretty rough. Yeah. And now we're getting to, you know, teams are getting to their second and third times around of those games, right? You're going to have a handful of them now as, as we're getting deeper into the season. The season's creeping along, right? Yep. And uh, that was Creighton's second stinker, and, and we expect another couple in a 30-game in season. Uh, so the same thing could happen to Florida. You never really know. Again, that's what we always talk about. We're projecting an average game, and, and on on average, this Florida team, like you said, has shown the ability to just really destroy teams, and East Carolina is not good enough defensively uh, to think they've got a real good chance here. That doesn't mean it can't happen. Anything can happen in sports. Again, you saw that with Creighton. There, nobody mm -hmm. expected them to to lose quite like they did. Uh, so again, while anything can happen, when we talk about smart bets, the smart bets are about the number here. We wouldn't, well, not that Florida can't win by more than 20. We think they obviously can. It's just we wouldn't be loving laying 20 with Florida, but laying 15 seems like a pretty good investment. Doesn't yep. mean this pick will win. As a reminder, our confidence comes in the process of a number of games. I'm not saying you have to bet every game, of course, but in multiple games, not in the individual game. Uh, so Florida minus 15, worthy of the investment as a long-term profitable strategy for us. 8 p.m. Eastern, St. Thomas and Marquette. Any chance to talk St. Thomas, we want to take it. Any chance to talk? We love us in St. Thomas. Yeah, uh, we do. That's the bottom line. We love us in St. Thomas. But Cousin Jared, 
We usually are playing St. Thomas under. So this is quite a turnaround here mm -hmm. to go over. I don't even know what to say on this. I mean, I am so used to talking about St. Thomas can drag any team down in the mud mm -hmm. and play a low scoring game. And the model's like, not so fast, yep. my friend. But as we always talk about with betting, you should be willing to bet any favorite dog over or under if the number or price, if it's a money line market, is right. Or in some cases, the price and the number right. You know, if you're thinking like run lines and puck lines and stuff like that, we're yeah, yeah. both of them, right? Yeah. If it is right. And in this case, the model says that Marquette is so efficient on offense that the fewer number of possessions won't matter and that this number of 138 and a half is too low. A grade pick. Over 138 and a half. Sideline says 145.2. Cousin Jared, what are your insights for us on this one? It's. I feel like St. Thomas, when you're talking about playing their unders, it's it's all about the pace because I, I think their offense is probably better than we give it credit for relative to their competition, better than we give it credit for. And their defense probably isn't as good as what we would think just kind of based off how, how their games have played out. Again, a lot of that has to do with pace. And because their pace is so strong, it, it takes a fairly special team to come around and kind of make them be able to kind of break out of that. And Marquette certainly qualifies with the number nine rated offense in, in the country. It, it's just going to be really difficult when you're going up against a team that is that good, whether offensive or defensively, for you, if you're in St. Thomas's position, to kind of take control of this game, control the pace and, and everything. I think Marquette is easily going to be in control of this game. And I think, you know, if, if I'm coaching Marquette, I'm thinking, I want to speed this game up. I do not want St. Thomas to do what they want to do. I'm Marquette. I'm the much better team. I've got the better players. I want to push the pace. I know that it says that they're number 146 in pace uh, right here. I, I'm going to bet they play a little faster than that in in this game uh you know coming up on on thursday so uh i i just think this is an instance of marquette's offense being too good them being able to to set the tone of the game and saint thomas especially playing against an opponent like this you see that like really it comes down normally their games come down to pace and when you look at their offensive defense it may not be exactly what we imagine it to be you know just because they play so many games that are slow and I think I would add the same thing. And if you've been with us, you know, you, you, this season, you've heard us talk about it, that because of the rule changes and the state of the game, et cetera, that the better quality teams tend to be scoring more points than the lower quality teams. And that's, that's pay. It's controlling for pace and controlling for differences in offenses and defenses that the better offenses are better at offense then the better defenses are good and the weaker offenses are weaker at offense than the weaker defense. So the spread on points is just uh, much more in the offensive end than it ever has been before. And I think that's partially because that changed the charge block rule there and, and, and mm. other things about um, trying to prep for the NBA, you know, players staying in college longer, et cetera, like all those reasons. And we talked about that, right? Well, when you go look at St. Thomas, you know, yes, they've played seven unders, I could not tell you the most talented team they've played this year. 
It yeah. might be Portland State, and if that's the case, the game against Portland State, the total was 135, very similar to this one, got to 146, exactly what the model thinks. Mm. It might be Milwaukee, total was 142.5, that game got to 146. Those are the only two games they've gone over, the two teams that yeah. are relatively talented. They played under in Cal, against Cal barely to open the season. That was the first game of the year that everything gets a little bit weirder there. I'm not sure how good Cal is. The rest of the teams they played, I mean, Cal Baptist is another really slow-paced team. Uh Um, Wisconsin Green Bay, not that good. Western Michigan, not good. Chicago State, not good. Idaho State, not good. I mean, they haven't really played anybody anywhere nearly as good as Marquette. And so how is that going to manifest itself with the side and and the total? The side, tougher to say. We think it's pegged pretty well. But with regards to the total – this is one of the few games this year where St. Thomas may end up in a much higher scoring game because they just aren't able to stop this caliber of offense. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, this number, we think, way too low, over 138.5, a grade total for you there is the model thinks it should be more like 145. Which takes us to our final pick here, UL Monroe and Lamar. Cousin Jared, mm. this is a game that should be reserved for the extended cut. Yes. If not for the fact that there are a whopping nine games, and yeah, yeah. a handful of these games just are priced really well. It's nothing but C and D grades and C grades that we're not really liking, or a couple of B grades that we're like, uh, I'll play it if it gets to an A, but we're gonna get, it. we're gonna wait that out, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know that sort of thing. Uh, so we're gonna roll with this one as terrible of a basketball team. This is this is up your alley. I feel like number three hundred. Mm according to sideline versus number 316. But here's the thing is Lamar, according to the models, the better team, better team at home. Not a super far road trip for you, Monroe, but far enough that Lamar should win this, according to sideline, 63% of the time. That makes minus 135 eke barely into an A grade at other shops. Mm. You might be looking at a B grade, but again, this number is going to move around. And, and honestly, that's one of the things I like about the money lines is you don't need seven different accounts you just kind of need two or three to shop around you can get some drastically different prices uh, splitting your money around and can find even better edges yep. even than what i'm posting here be, and, and waiting on the numbers and moving around they move around all the time yeah. that's why that's why i think you should be on dub club with us because we have the column for price needed for an a grade and you could just sit around shop around wait and just see throughout the day the numbers move all over the place and there's a lot of value to be had out there um in the market and this one at minus 135 would qualify as that because Jared, what are your thoughts well kind of to your point i'm going a little bit off topic here but uh like with all the other sports i can generally like follow sideline and uh, assess how sideline has done throughout the day and that will tell me how i have done throughout the day college uh basketball you have to throw it out the window uh because yeah, depending yeah. on when you're looking at lines to your point the lines move all the time uh you know uh a total half a point one way could mean that you play it uh, half a point the other way. You're not playing it. Depending on who's moving look, three and four points anyway. And it's like, yeah, I mean, there was a play tonight with Nevada on the total. I think it went up five points from the time mm. that I grabbed it. Uh, it. You would have been on the under, it, you know, based on where it closed. We were on the over based on kind of where it was near the open. Uh, and so, yes, like completely, if you, you could drive yourself mad looking at college basketball lines. I think I, I think I have. I mean, to be honest. we've, you know, borderline, I, I would say, uh, maybe done that. Uh, we so, should yeah. change the name of the show. It's the Mad Professor, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be too, too, too wrong. I mean, maybe there's some other <laughs> adjectives we could, we could throw it, throw in there. Uh, maybe Mad's not the best one. But anyway, we can talk about that some other time. Uh, these are two not good teams. Uh, 
UL Monroe has four wins. Two of those have come against Ecclesia and Champ. I hope that's an abbreviation. Christian. I mean, I, I I've got nothing. At least I have heard of the teams that uh, Lamar has beaten uh, in UTSA, uh, Bethune Cookman, Delaware State. Which again, that's not saying very much. Uh, those no, I'm gonna say Bethune Cookman, Delaware State are towards the bottom. That's not. Yeah, good. those those are some. But some, UTSA, that's a real yeah. win. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, yeah, and so. Two bad teams. Lamar at home. I, I don't have much more for you on that. Uh, when you say that this is my type of game, generally this is my type of game in that I can help you with a total. Uh, mm. Picking a side is, is not my, my strongest suit, I would say. I, I'm, you know, If there was a, an edge on a total here, I'd be more than happy to, to break that down for you. Uh, but don't worry, friends. We have a total of the day. Um, that you know our dub clubbers will will be getting. You'll you can find it as well on uh, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram, TikTok uh t- tomorrow so yeah just uh there's another turtle out there that we like this game it's fine sure sure <laughs> sideline says it's a good play i have faith in sideline and, and i think you know you probably hit on something where we talk about how the a grade sides have been struggling and i think that's part of it here that you know if i were to if i were to just only play the lines the night before or the morning of you probably end up with a you end up with a whole different set of results, and that's the yeah. tough thing. And that's why we talk about trying to grade the model and and how we're doing that. And it's it's really kind of mostly about hey, if we say seventy five percent, does the team win seventy five percent of the time, and how close that can we get? Uh, but the numbers are moving so much that you play different things at different grades depending on when you're pulling all this stuff. So it can kind of make you a little bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it, again, the, what we what we're trying to do here. Uh, give you a taste of it on, on YouTube. And if you're with us over on Dub Club, we're trying to provide over there is all the information so that whatever level better you are, whatever style better you are, there's kind of something there for you because it can be done a lot of different ways here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bottom line is little as we've talked about this game. Uh, it'd be fun to have Jake on and talk about this game because he'd have to be like looking up the rosters and be like, who are these people? Because we've gotten yeah. to the bottom of the barrel. But the bottom line here is that, you know, neither one of these teams is good. It's going to be awful on awful. And then even yeah. worse on even worse. I mean, when you see it on screen, you all Monroe, no offense, Lamar, no defense, but uh, the talented quote unquote part of this will be Lamar when they have the ball strength on strength. But the bottom line is kind of a toss up type game. Yeah. Except for the fact that Lamar's at home and, and yep. the home court advantage matters in college basketball, knowing what you're yep. shooting at the travel, especially yep. midweek travel, uh, especially small school midweek travel. Like yep. these things matter enough that we think Lamar minus 135 makes for a good pick. Uh, so just eking inside the A grade uh, for you. There are two A grades here. One of them I had to make the font smaller just to fit on the on the recap there if you're with us on mm-hmm. YouTube seeing that. But as a reminder, again, join us on Dub Club for more picks. And again, hit up uh, TikTok and Instagram. I'll also post it on Twitter here, the total of the day, another A grade that we're giving everybody. A little more generous on a short slate on Thursday because yeah, yeah. we are not wanting – sometimes we love to jump into the B grades and the C grades. Other times we're a little bit more skeptical of it. But, yeah. you know, again, what's provided over on Dub Club is all that information. So if you, that's the type of thing you want to do and you want to look at that, we've got all that information available to, to you according to what the model thinks is the uh, – is it accurate, is a reasonable price. Again, there's that QR code. Uh, if you're interested in saving $5 off your first month and locking in the price – uh, this year forever also ad free shows we've done ad free shows before and i kind of finally figured out uploading a separate copy 
of the show to YouTube for ad-free viewing for yeah. our people on Dub Club. So just trying to give the people all their money's worth over there. Cousin Jared, any parting words before we take a breather and then talk college football? Uh, stick around for the college football. Watch the college football show. The player-based model really being put to the test. To the yeah. test with yeah. opt-outs in bowls. Will yeah. guys who have entered the portal play or not? Yeah. Um, yeah. We are putting sideline through its paces for sure with this bowl season. I love it. I love our first seven picks because uh, I think we're going to go 40 and 0 on college yeah. football. Uh, I mean, that, that was the first thing I said. We I got on here and I'm like, how much money are we going to make in college football? I believe uh, you said specifically a million dollars. So we've, yeah, we've set I mean, the bar. We, we've set the bar high. Uh, and what is it? You shoot for the moon. If you miss, you land among the stars. Yeah, so, yeah. There's yeah. there's some cheesy singing in, in there. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, again, reminder: college football episode. Watch the NFL if you haven't yet. We got a bunch of Sunday picks. Uh, otherwise, though, we'll talk more college basketball in about 24 hours. Mm-hmm.